Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. We're all be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good. From scriptures to devotional excerpts to song lyrics to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, we all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So, hey, let's get started. Well, hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored broadcast on my YouTube channel. And we connect here every week to intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. Boy, are you going to hear about it today. I am coming to you on site from the Embassy Suites in Concord, North Carolina, where we are kicking off our debut in-person conference under the She Writes and Speaks banner called Proclaim. So for today's episode, I am super excited to introduce you to Asherita Chuchu, who is one of our keynoters here at Proclaim. We got a chance to connect last week to hear how God redeemed her overwhelming feelings of panic and anxiety at the beginning of the pandemic. And what a powerful story of restoration as God continues to use her to minister to others. So, hey, let's get started. All right. Well, Asherita, it is such a blessing to have you on the show today and have you come and share your story of redemption and restoration. So just, it's, it's really been good to just get to know you a little in these last few months as we prepared for the Proclaim conference. And so it's a welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for being with us. Athena, thank you so much for having me. I would echo the sentiment. It's been a joy getting to know you more and um, just looking forward to sharing what God has done and what he promises to do to those who belong to him. Amen. Amen. I know whenever I quote Romans 8, 28 for the All Things podcast, sometimes people quote that scripture without the last part. He works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. And that is, there's the key to having that promise. So I love that yeah. you brought that up. 
Yeah, I mean, there's that key and also the way he works it out isn't always the way we expect him to. Uh, The next verse, 29, is that his goodwill for us is that we would be transformed into the image of Jesus. And so even if it's not the outcome we would necessarily hope for or wish for, uh, we can trust that whatever hard thing it is um, in the hands of our Father, it can make us to be more and more like Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. So um, I would just love for our audience to get to know you a little bit better and how God works redemption and restoration in your life. So I, you know, you, I'm sure have a gazillion stories that you could tell, but (laughs) why don't you go ahead? I'm going to give you the stage and have you share that with us today. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, as I was thinking there, there are so many and um, even more, I can think of stories that I'm still in the middle of that I can't necessarily point to say like, this is how God is bringing good out of it. Um, But I can trust that he will. (laughs) Um, But one story that just, it kept coming back to mind again and again. And I was like, okay, Lord, I I feel like this is what you would have me share. Um, Actually has to do with the early days of the pandemic lockdown in March of 2020. Um, They were, I, I don't know how many times we heard the word unprecedented, right? They were unprecedented times. Um, everything just felt topsy-turvy in a way that um, I think many would echo the sentiment that we just didn't know what to expect. Like, what would happen next? What does tomorrow hold? Um, all our plans had been canceled, and here we were sheltering at home with um, our family. And I'm so grateful to be married to my high school sweetheart, and we have three children ages eight, five, and three. Right now, they were two years younger then. <laughs> um, and and I, I love them. They're a bundle of joy and also very spunky and energetic and also insist on eating three meals a day and snacks. <laughs> um, you know, as much as I enjoy my family, it had gotten to a point where my soul was overwhelmed. I There just was too many stimuli, too many uncertainties, too many people, too much noise. Um, and even though I've grown in my introvertedness to where I can I can do people better than I did when I was a child. Um, there's still a, a portion of I need alone time. I need to be able to recharge. I need to get away for a little bit. Um, but there was no getting away <laughs> that could happen. Um, grandma who sometimes watches the kids like they were sheltering at home at their house and there was nowhere to there were no target runs there was no go get starbucks like everything just felt like the world was caving in and um athena there was one point in particular that i remember standing at the sink just tears streaming down my cheeks thinking i don't even know why i'm crying I just feel like I can't do this anymore. Mm. Like there wasn't a particular conversation. It wasn't like my children were unusually misbehaving that day. It just, I think, was the the accumulation of too much happening. And um, it wasn't just the tears. It was that my heart started beating faster and um, I got lightheaded and my hands started shaking. And I was like, I have no idea what's happening right now, but it feels like my body is betraying me. Like, I don't know what this is. 
And um, later, Dr. Google helped me figure out <laughs> that <laughs> what it actually was was a panic attack. Right. Um, I was experiencing the very first panic attack of my life where it felt like the world was closing in on me. And my body was, like I said, I couldn't control what was happening in in the hyperventilating and my heart racing. And um, I just kept saying over and over again, I can't do this anymore. I just can't do this anymore. Um, And so I I walked away. I went into the laundry room and shut the door because that was the only way I could get away from the noise of children playing and fighting over toys and whatever was happening at the moment. Um, and I shut the door to my laundry room and I just slid and, and sat on the floor. And I just remember I kept saying, I can't do this anymore. And yet there was no solution on the horizon. There was no alternative to be had. <laughs> there was no way out. I just can't do this anymore. Hmm. And um, as I was repeating that refrain <laughs> over and over again, um, in that moment of hopelessness, it was like a ray of light shined in. Mm. Um, and, and the words that came to mind were, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And I thought, yes, that's it. And then with the next breath, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> And then again, the, the words calling out, God is our refuge and strength. And, and it was like having a conversation with myself. We actually see David modeling this in Psalms um, 42 and 43, where he talks to his soul. He says, why are you so downcast, O my soul? Why are you so depressed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And so I was having this conversation with myself where I kept repeating, I can't do this anymore, because that was the refrain on repeat in my mind. And with the next breath, God, God, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And I can't tell you how long I sat on that laundry room floor because I don't know. I just know that it took some time for the words of scripture to grow louder than the words of fear and overwhelm and hopelessness in my heart and in my mind. And gradually my breathing slowed down, gradually my heart rate slowed down. And I was sitting on the laundry room floor just so clearly hearing God's call to run to him to find my refuge in the days and weeks to come. Because at that point, we still didn't know how long this would happen, right? Everyone was hoping it would just be a couple weeks, maybe a month, and then everything would go back to normal. I mean, it's God's grace, I think, that we had no idea what was in store because we can only handle each day's worries, right? Tomorrow has its own worries. Um, But as I was sitting there, clinging to that verse with everything in me, that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Um, I understood if I do not make a priority to run to God in prayer during this season, however long it lasts, uh, I'm not going to make it with my sanity intact. Like There's just no way that I can survive because I know my own human limitations. Um, And looking back now on a year and a half, two years later, like we know that addictions shot through the roof. We know that um, 
domestic abuse in families got worse during the lockdown. We know um, that sales of alcoholic drinks went up. We know that hours spent binging Netflix went up, right? All these methods that in our own human nature, we try to cope with or numb the pain and and the despair and the hopelessness. Um, And that would have been my story, right? That was the path that I was headed on, that trail of desperation and hopelessness. But God met me on the floor of my laundry room with that that truth that he is our refuge and our strength, a very present help. I mean, just think of that, a very present help in time of trouble. He is right there. And so there on that laundry room floor, I made the commitment, I am going to make it a priority to meet with God and make him my refuge during this time. Not so I can check prayer off my to-do list and not so I can say I'm so much better than other people who sleep in during the pan. Like it, it was none of that. None of the legalism or or the my tendency to try to over-spiritualize things. It was just sheer desperation of I know I need this. I need to find refuge and rest in God. And so I got on Instagram Um, And I said, if I'm feeling this way, I'm pretty sure other people are feeling this way right now. And so I posted on my Instagram community. I said, I'm going to start waking up and going live here at 7 a.m. every morning to pray. And if that's something that sounds like something you need, then you're welcome to join me. And so Athena, the next morning, I woke up at like 6.45, which again, this was the pandemic lockdown. Like no one's waking up. Before 7.55 when you have to roll out for work, right? Uh, And yet I set my alarm and I woke up early knowing that there just might be someone waiting because I made that public commitment that I would show up and we would pray together. And even as my finger hovered over that go live button, I was wondering like, is anyone else going to be here or is it going to be just me? And I realized it didn't matter. Like it didn't matter if someone else showed up because I was showing up out of my own need to run to God for a refuge. And because of his promise that he would help, that he would meet me there, even if I was the only person praying. And um, I was surprised within a minute of going live, there were dozens of women, Athena, from around the world that were joining this live call saying, this is exactly what we needed. This is an answer to my prayer. (laughs) And we prayed together. I think Psalm 46, one, I think is where we started that very first prayer call. Um, And I walked our our community through an acronym of prayer, REST, R-E-S-T, where I invited them to recite what God is doing in their lives, where we took time to express the needs and, and the heavy burdens that were bringing us to prayer. We took some time to seek his stillness uh, because I think it's verse 11 of Psalm 46 that says, be still and know that I am God. And so during this time of like so many stimuli and so much going on, it was such a gift to have a time of quiet and stillness and silence. Even though we were all tuning in on our phones from around the world, we would have a few minutes of just being still with God. And then afterwards, I would ask them, you know, what what do you feel God 
impressed on your soul during that time. And it was just so beautiful to see how personal he, he shepherded and guided us through the pandemic lockdown. And then we would end our prayers with trusting his faithfulness and just setting our gaze for the day to come, just for the next 24 hours to say, God will be faithful. He will meet me when I have to put breakfast on the table for the kids. He will strengthen me when I feel like I can't wipe up one more spill or mess. He will help me when I look at the news reports and and I'm tempted to go back in that downward spiral. He will be the one to lift me up. And I choose to trust that God will be faithful even if I don't know what happens in the next 24 hours. And then the next morning we met up and we did it all over again for another prayer call, for another half hour of resting and prayer. And Athena, we did this day after day, every day for eight weeks straight. We met for live prayer. And looking back on those first few months of the pandemic, honestly, that is what I remember most is those times of prayer. They just overshadowed the difficulty and the hardness and the uncertainty that we all experienced. I still experienced them, but God met me in that place of prayer and transformed that experience for me and for the women who joined in. And then after eight weeks or so, um, we just got so many messages from people who weren't able to join us because 7 a.m. Eastern is way early Western. And <laughs> there were people on in different countries around the world who couldn't join us live and would watch on replay, but they wanted to be a part of it. And so we transformed that into a weekly podcast called Prayers of Rest. Um, and Athena, we have listeners from over a hundred countries around the world who are continuing to find rest in God's presence through prayer, through these weekly prayer podcasts. And it's soon to be a book as well. And I am just over here blown away (laughs) with God's faithfulness, with the way that he meets one person in her moment of desperation and hopelessness and need with the truth of his unchanging goodness and character saying, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And to see now the hundreds of thousands of people who are being impacted by prayers of rest, which was born out of the pandemic, born out of that crying out in desperation in my laundry room. Um, It has nothing to do with Asherita. (laughs) It has everything to do with God's redemption and with the way that he takes what is broken and he restores it to make something not the way it was before exactly, but something even more beautiful. Mm. I love that story. Woo! Just, who knew? You had no idea what he was going to do with that, but you obeyed and you were willing to say, okay, I'm going to take that scripture and quiet that lie because, you know, the enemy wants us to believe I can't do it anymore. I can't do this. And But God's word can, with such power, replace that. And <laughs> wow, what? An incredible story. Now the book, is that, what's the, what's the date for that coming out? 
Yeah, it's set to release the first week of April, um, and it's called Prayers of Rest, Daily Prompts to Slow Down and Hear God's Voice. Wow. So will you have um, kind of first release copies or like at the Christian Product Expo? Or oh, Athena, um, you know what? This whole like publication journey for Prayers of Rest has been an opportunity to rest in God's there. providence because um, originally the book was slated to release in January. And due to some of the supply chain issues and some of the challenges around getting paper and just long queues for printing, um, it got pushed back from January to April. Um, but just to tell you a, a quick little story, um, last week I was talking to someone from my publishing team and she said, uh, well, we got some bad news and we have some good news. And I was like, okay. <laughs> It's always a great conversation to have. Yeah. And she said, well, the bad news is that the paper mill that produces the paper where we ordered the paper for your book closed its doors and shut down. And when we got the news, we weren't sure if they had first mailed your paper to the printer or if that just didn't happen because they shut down before that. And she's like, but the good news is it looks like it was one of the last batches that went out before they shut down. And so the the printer is going to receive the paper soon and it's going to press. And I was, Athena, I'm just, you got to have a sense of humor with this. Like God's goodness and his providence and the way that his hand has been on this project all along. Like there's so many stories like that that I can tell you. Um, but all that to say, no, we will not have early release copies. Um, I'm still praying that we have the book in hand on a release day, but there's a possibility say. that we won't. And if that's the case, we're just, we're going to roll with it. I mean, I'm so blessed that we have the Prayers of Rest podcast. We have an incredible community. And so I still get to love and serve and minister to people every week through the podcast. So if the book is delayed, we'll, we'll deal with it. It'll be fine. Yep. Oh, I just love that story, how, uh, <laughs> and, you know, the opportunity to rest through how the pandemic is affecting our industry. And still, yeah. Yep. Wow. Well, okay. So if we have people listening today and they want to connect with you on social media or online, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So um, I sometimes am on Instagram at Asherita, but honestly, the best way to connect with me is by going to um, asherita.com backslash devotional. And you can sign up to join my free weekly email devotional. It's how I stay in touch with my readers. I read every single email and pray over every email that we receive and I respond to as many as I can. So perfect. I highly recommend that because I'm on your list and I <laughs> love the way that you nurture and pour into your subscribers. So um, mm. definitely, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. highly recommended. Well, I just... I'm trying to think. I think it was maybe 2016 when I had you on my Always Faithful radio broadcast. Mm. That was the first time we connected. 
and you were on that. And it's just, I, I just love the stories of his faithfulness in your life. Yes. And so rich. I love it. God is so good. He's always up to something. I mean, we don't see it all the time. And I think that's a good thing <laughs> because we might be a little intimidated by everything that he's doing at work, but we can trust his heart to be good and we can trust his hand to be faithful. Amen. Well, thank you, my friend, for being with us on the Redeemed and Restored broadcast. It has just been a delight and just God bless your ministry as you continue to serve the women uh, through the podcast and through your newsletter and through your books. And you're just a blessing to so many. Mm -hmm. Athena, thank you again for having me. I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who can use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.